0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Elite Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. We're here for our AEW Dynamite live reaction, but uh, here we go. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, an hour before Dynamite, we will have an ROH 8 star, O'Shea Edwards, uh, on for an interview, uh, and that's what we're doing here now. Uh, so, yeah, uh, thanks for joining us, uh, O'Shea. It's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Give me one second. Hey, here we go. No, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Uh, you might not remember me, but I used to be a booking agent a long. Seems like a long time ago. You were one of the top guys I wanted to book, but uh, stuff happened. I'm no longer with that uh thing, but uh, you were you were like the number one prodigy I wanted to book. Uh, and it's great to see you higher up in wrestling now. From the this is a few years ago that I contacted you about all that, uh, but you were with the uh, ROH a little bit with Shane yeah. Promotions. Uh you've been all across the world. Uh but yeah, uh look Adam, uh do you want to start us off with the first question?
1: Yeah, um I, like like we do, uh O'Shea, nice to meet you. Uh got to watch a couple of your highlight reels, man. And man, I'm impressed. I I love big big guy wrestling. I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of it. I was a big fan of Vader back in the day and you know, all those big guys. Um, but I, I guess the question we always start with on here is, you know, what what got you into wrestling? What What kind of drew you to professional wrestling?
2: Well, man, I've always been a um, always been a creative kid growing up. um, I found out that I could draw at a very early age, so you know, I at a time where I wanted to be, I thought I would be an artist, and then I realized artists don't make any money, and I was like, okay, never mind, let's do something else. Um, I still draw to this day. Like, uh, yeah, I have have a few sketch pads I keep around the house, and when the moment hits, like, you know, I sketch something out. Um, But I've always been always been an athlete been an athlete since as long as I can remember. Um, I remember playing soccer, then baseball, then basketball, you know, wrestling, football, and I'm like, oh, boy, we're onto something here, boys. Let's keep this up. Um, but I've always been a, a wrestling fan. I've been a wrestling fan since over 30 years, man. I just <laughs> aged myself horribly, but that's okay. Um, but I still remember when – oh, my God, I'm about to date myself. When I still remember vividly when Raw came on TV for the first time. I remember oh. – I remember it. And I remember right going <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: And I remember going, you know, what in the hell is this? Um, I grew up in Atlanta, so we really didn't get WWE at the time. All you got was WGW, man. And you got that on Saturday. You got that Saturday afternoon and then you got it Saturday night. And if you were lucky, you might catch something on Sunday. Um, but this is a time where cable TV was popping up in everybody's house, um, where you didn't need a box, you had to screw it into the wall. God, I'm old, and then um, um, you know you had cable, and I just remember you watching USA and Monday Night Raw coming on for the first time, and just having the back of my head just just blown off. Do
1: we, uh, um, we lose O'Shea? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, there it is. Um, I, what was the last the year? I'm sorry, I didn't realize I froze out.
1: Uh, the the last uh, if you're lucky, you catch something on Sunday.
2: Yeah. Um. So when um. Usually so in Atlanta you had WW. that was kind of the only show in town. Then here comes cable, um, where you had to plug it into the wall. <laughs> um, you didn't need to box or anything. And I remember seeing like um like eight or nine years old seeing Monday Night Raw for the first time and like say have the back of my head just <clears throat> just blow off. Like, what is this? This is awesome. Um, my dad took to my very first show. Um I went to Square Garden, watched the house show. Um, and I remember seeing Ahmed Johnson in the Flesh and lost my mind like I don't as a kid I you know your dad's your superhero but I remember seeing Ahmed Johnson looking at my dad and I'm like yeah. I think he can beat you up <laughs> um, um, you know I've always been a fan I I'll I will always be a fan of wrestling um, getting a chance to actually like do it man if you're gonna tell the eight year old me that hey man you know you're gonna have one hell of a life it's gonna you know you're gonna be a big part of wrestling i would probably call you a liar
0: Well, yeah. Uh, so my first question uh, kind of leads off to the first question: uh, What wrestlers uh, like influenced you on becoming a professional wrestler? Um, I'm I'm a fan of so many different people, but what as I kind of like
2: can progress in my career, like those influences, like people can tell. I'm influenced by Ron Johnson. I mean Ron Simmons. I'm sorry. Uh, i I'm, I'm a I'm influenced by Butch Reed. You know, Stan Hansen, you know, Greg Albright, uh, Tully Blanchard, Stan Hansen, and a lot of these, and Invader and, and all these guys, like, and I mean, like, old 1980s All Japan stuff, where just grown men were just beating the living piss out on of one another. And, you know, because we live in an age of, um, you know, YouTube and all that, it's all at my fingertips, so I, I... Influence now, man, a lot, the, a lot of the old 80s, all Japan stuff. But as a kid, man, like, you couldn't tell me, like, I love The Rock. I thought Stone Cold Austin was the man. I thought Triple H was the shit, was the shits, because I just thought he was just a piece of shit. But I was a fan, so, you know, it was whatever. I wouldn't tell that to his face, but I'm like, no, man, as a kid, I hated your guts. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you want. Um, but now I see both sides of it, man. It's, you know, it's fun to find new old stuff, as as it may.
1: Yeah. And, um, following up with that, with all these, you know, um, veterans with, within the professional wrestling industry, um, is there a time or a moment you can remember in your career when one of these veterans, you know, came up to you and, and told you something or gave you some good advice or, you know, kind of critiqued you on something. Can you, can you remember a moment that you might've met like a veteran within, within the pro wrestling game that actually kind of gave you that guidance?
2: Yeah, man. Um, the the first guy who really, well, there's a handful of people. I mean, let me say, let me start that, and it's kind of a two part question, um, because I like to think my my career kind of has like two chapters right now, and that first chapter is when I was back in Georgia. Um, guys like Murder One from you know N.W. NWA days, um, really took me under and really kind of taught me like, hey, man, like, you know, what you're doing is fine, but you can be doing so much more. Even with the phrase less is more, it was still hey, man, you can be doing so much more of nothing. Um, and then guys like, uh, you know, sugar Dunkerton or most people know pineapple Pete like I still call him weekly. Um, but it wasn't, until I got up here and I'll, I'll leave our out because that's a, that's cheap. That's easy. Um, the first time homicide pulled me aside and talked to me, um, that was the first time where I had to swallow everything, not to be a fan. Um, I was just like, Oh my God, it's homicide. Oh my God, it's homicide. But I had to like, Nope, you're at work. Yes. Let's talk about it. And, he, you know, he pulled me aside and, you know, he gave me some real good ideas, some real things that he'd be looking for, some things I could be doing better, you know, and it was real. It, it, like I said, I take criticism very well. I'm professional. So, you know, it, I know he wasn't like being malicious or anything like that. I'm like, okay, no, he's talking to me as a peer right now. Dude, listen, you know, so, um, but yeah, those, those guys that first like, pop off my head, of course, within Ring of Honor, you know. I could be here all day, but just on the independent scene, like those are the ones who really like who, who to me, they're my OGs.
0: So, yeah, uh, I guess my next question is, uh, can be a bit, not gonna be controversial, but, uh, I see a lot of today that really cannot take criticism, uh, may on in ring work or I see a lot of on social media. Um, what do you think about wrestlers taking constructive criticism? Uh, I know sometimes you have guys that just want to start something on social media, but there's also like some very helpful, like wrestling coaches that want to, you know, constructive criticism. Um,
2: it, You can only accept criticism if you're open to accept, unless you're open to it. Um, you know and that's that's within all things wrestling aside like you have to have an open mind and, and you know not sound too hallmarky but an open heart to accept like somebody's not gonna like it, and that's okay you can't you, you can't seek the approval of everybody because you're never gonna get it man you're never gonna get it um but at the same time this is the one thing that you know I, it, get, it gets lost is we're professional wrestlers it's what we do we are professionals trust me you don't think that that you know somebody from the kansas city chiefs is bitching right now because like oh man the coach talked to me some sort of way dude you are a professional and when you are professional you are held to a higher standard than everyone else around you because you are a professional like you cannot spell professional wrestler without the word professional. And some people just kind of just like, yeah, I'm a pro wrestler. It's like, are you? Like, are you a pro wrestler? I don't know. Um, But it also depends on how that criticism comes. Um, Once again, I don't ask a lot of people for critique. And it's nothing personal. It's just there's people who I trust who will shoot me straight who I know for a fact they aren't coming at me. Once again, like maliciously, they're not coming at me with some sort of like agenda. They want me to get better because if I get better, the guy across me gets better, the match gets better, the entire show gets better and everybody wins, which ultimately that's what we want. We want the entire show to be better. We want to be able to have a great show so we can make more money. You know, God forbid we be professionals. So um, when it comes to criticism, like it's, it's for me, it's easy. Um, just because I come from athletics. I'm used to being coached. Um, I'm used to being like coached down to a molecular level to where I didn't think any more existed. Oh, well, here's some more, you know, and because I wanna get better. I'll forever be a student of the game regardless of how many years I've been here. So I'll always wanna learn, I always wanna get better because once again, if I get better, the more money I can make, which I kinda of thought was the goal. <laughs>
1: yeah and I um, I actually like that uh, because I I mean me growing up, I also came from athletics. Um, I did football, wrestling, um, I, I grew up coaching wrestling, soccer, lacrosse, all this stuff. So my family and I all sports, so of course, I love your take on that. Um, and to follow through with that, um, with a question of being the professionalism, uh, w- within the industry, uh, the matches you've had, is there one opponent, the one guy you've worked with in the ring that the professionalism is so leveled with each other that you're like, man, we're putting on a match right now, a great match. Can you think of that one person you have that chemistry in the ring with?
2: John Davis. John Davis. Man, I was at my biggest. Um, when I, I was like, I was 302 pounds when I wrestled John Davis. I was a hefty boy. And, man, I had to earn it because I was tired when it was all said and done. But no, man, I've been wanting to work with him for the longest time because he was the guy to me, at least within within my style of wrestling that I call it. Like he was the benchmark, and it wasn't about like trying to set a new benchmark. It was like, yo, can I compete on that type of level? And it's not so much, oh, because we're doing on this big stage. It's like, no, man, because this is the match that I wanted. Like to me, like I want to be like you, just and John knows. Like, I told him to face. I was like, but I want to be a better, more successful version. Like there was no ill will when I said it, but it was true because I know eventually somebody's coming after me because they want to be a more a better and a more successful version of me. And why wouldn't I want that? The entire business gets better, you know. I think I'm the shit, so I'm like, cool. Somebody else wants to be better, yeah. Come on, man, let's go. Because if you get better, I get better, and then you know, from there we can put on some magic. Uh,
0: so my next question is, uh, what is your thoughts on the new? R-O-H, <clears throat> uh, run by, of course, Tony Khan.
2: Man, it's great, man. Anytime there's a, another avenue for, you know, the the everybody in the back to, like, put their, you know, craft on display, you know, especially on that type of level, with that type of production, and, you know, that type of money behind it, like, you love it. You love to see it, man. Um, it, my, I was heartbroken when R-O-H closed, probably because I was on the phone call. You know, <laughs> my heart broke because I... I left everything to get up here and, you know, but if somebody asked me what I do it again in a heartbeat, man, in an absolute heartbeat. So when I found out that, you know, where got bought man, I thought it was great. I, I will never knock it. Never, never. I will never knock any type of wrestling just because guys have a chance to do what they want to do. Why would I ever hate on that? That makes me look petty. And if I'm going to be petty, I'm not going to do it on social media. So it's like, I'll keep it to myself.
1: Uh, so, you know, speaking of ring, uh, ring of honor, ROH, uh, we had uh, Tony Deppin on uh, not too long ago, and I asked him this question because we we lost a great, uh, a great man, a great wrestler in um, Jay Briscoe. Um, during your time there, I asked Tony this question, I'll ask you, was there any great positive us. interaction you had, you know, with with Jay back in Ring of Honor?
2: Man, both of them were really instrumental on getting the guys who were um uh in the uh-oh uh in the uh in the dojo man he was instrumental in like getting us out there giving us the opportunity because without them we don't make it as half as far as we gotten they were the ones pushing for all of us to hey man give these come on man these guys are putting up the ring they're doing this they're doing that like them the bone you know come on like what's the worst is going to happen they succeed oh no um so like uh they really gave us a chance to like shine they put on matches with few of us man and i and those guys would come to batman just grinning from from ear to ear um i did a rumble with uh with with mark and me and him were just going back and forth back and forth and i was like i said i, I was a kid man i just listening to him I'm like yo this is absolutely amazing we get backstage and you know, Jay comes up and goes, "Hey man, that you work my brother was fun." I'm like, "Yeah, man, I want to do that again." He goes, "Oh, we'll make that happen." And I'm like, "Don't play with me, man. Like, don't 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 play with my feelings like that." You know, but um, they were, they were great, man. They like wrestling has a hole in it, uh, because of what they did for everybody in that locker room, everybody for that company, man. I I hate the fact that like, this is how we have to talk about them. You know um that dude had so much more to to give the world of wrestling he has so much more to give to his his, his family um i was gutted that i couldn't make the funeral because i had previous I had prior you know engagements on like a stuff man but like you asked me about you know the briscoes you asked me about jay you asked me about mark i'm like yo those were good men
1: so then the follow-up of that i mean obviously we know the history of you know Behind the scenes stuff of networks and everything like that, where they have handpicked who they want on television, who they don't. Uh, so, what was your reaction that Mark Briscoe finally made it on television with with a match on on AEW against, of course, another legend of Ring of Honor, um, Jay Lethal?
2: Man, here's the thing about greatness, man. Uh, it comes with. It's also about success, man. Uh, it's better late than never. Better late than never. Um, The whole world got to see what, like, a lot of us already knew. The whole world got to see what a lot of us already bared witness to, you know. So for me to see Mark on that stage, the whole time I'm like, yeah, dude, of course Mark's going to crush this. Why would Mark crush this? Mark crushes this everywhere. Like, this is just a Wednesday, you know, it's a Wednesday. But of course I get met so much more because of, you know, everything that's going on. But in my mind, I'm like, yo, this is where Mark wants to be why, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he want to be here right now? So for me to see him on TV, man, and wrestle Jay of all people, you know, of course he would. It was great, man. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was fitting. Um, I think I thought it was well overdue, but you know, like I said, man, i <laughs> the same thing about a doctor makes a 70 and a doctor makes a hundred. You still call him a doctor. So I'm like, Hey man, you're here now. And that's all that counts. Yeah. Uh,
0: so my next question is, uh, you were in Shane Taylor promotions for a little bit, uh, towards the inner ring of honor. Um, how was your experience with, uh, with O'Shea Edwards?
2: Man, those guys were great. (laughs) Um, those guys really gave me a platform to really shine and to really kind of like do the things that I do best and to be in that group with, you know, all of them, there's nothing like it, man. Um, it's just one of those things man where you have a group of individuals and are off the same thing and they and instead of simply just like you know cut and bait and run from one person we just lift everybody up and then when that happens everyone's like you, everyone's attributes should get magnified you know everything that everybody does well now becomes great and then even the stuff they you know don't do great they're still awesome at it because of everyone else around them man um I love those guys like I, I love them, you know, of course group chats rule the world. I'm <laughs> like of course I'm in a group chat with them and all we do is cut up and goof off and you know, we wish nothing but the success for everybody because like they're my friends. Why wouldn't I want my friends to succeed?
1: So, uh, you know, you've been you've been in the in the business for a while now. So now you've kind of climbed up to that I can probably teach a younger generation of professional wrestlers coming in. Is there someone that's an up and comer right now that, that you've worked with or worked a show with that you look at this wrestler and you're like, wow, this, this kid's got something. I want to work with this kid's because I feel like we can make magic in the ring or, or give them some advice. Is there someone that you could think of that, you know, up and coming um, that, that you can think?
2: Um. I really wouldn't call him up and coming, but we are, I do say like we're in the same class that kind of came out into the independent scene. But man, I think uh, like first and foremost, guys like Jake Newman out of uh, York. man, that dude's been everywhere, man. Um, we got to travel out of the country for the first time together in Canada, only to hop on a plane two months later and both go to Germany together. Uh, he just got back up, uh, I believe a day or two ago from the UK tour he's gotta go back to WXW next month, I believe, you know, so. Um, if there's anybody out there whose success who I whose success I want more than my own, it's Jade Newman. Um, you know, he's 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 there's a there's a shot clock on him. Like when he's there, he's not gonna be around anymore. And a lot of people are gonna be real upset that you didn't get in on that on that ground level. I think the sky's the limit for him. And I think uh the more like I said, the matches he's had, you know, with special guys like Gresham, come on. He it didn't seem like he just hung in there. Like there were times he was setting the pace, and I thought it was great. I, I cheer for him so loud and often.
0: Yeah, I kind of marked that when you said Jay Newman. Uh, I've uh, known him for a while. A while. Uh, do you know who Sage Phillips is by any chance? Yeah, I know Sage. I know Sage. Logan James? Yes. Wow. Uh, I think y'all all came in the same. That's same. me. That's me. You know, wrestlers that yeah. came
2: all, all all at once, like, like to um, me, like uh, that I came out with. Um, i I I keep up with everybody, and I'm super proud of what everybody's accomplished. Out of that, like I said, that class of like wrestlers that kind of came out. You know, there's been a few that kind of like fell off and all of that good stuff, but that happens with all things, man. But the people that are here, man, I love them. I, I root for them so loud. Yeah. Uh.
0: So I guess my next question is, uh. Have you been contacted by the new ROH, the uh, commander? Or... Um,
2: I have. Um, but it's been just preliminary conversations, all that good stuff. Um, like I heard about the 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 um, tapings going down. That's you know, once again, everybody's going down there. I wish them nothing but all the love and all success in the world. Like I said, my time comes; it'll come, you know. But until then, it's like I I don't have any control over that. So it's just like why. Get upset or pissy, or use social media to say something really dumb about something right. I don't have any control over because you can lose a shot well before you even get it.
0: Or you could be doing a like Andrew Garfield on us. <laughs> never know.
2: Uh, I wish. I wish. Trust me. If I was going, I'd tell you.
1: <laughs> uh, so um, I'm going to actually. Uh... Go back to some of some of your love for growing up uh, with professional wrestling. What what was a one match you remember as a kid watching, either live or on pay per view or whatever that that you saw, and you're like, this match is awesome. Like, can can you think oh, of your favorite match?
2: Easy, Sheldon Benjamin HBK Gold Rush Monday Night Opener. You kidding me? I I love that match only because that there was one guy in the crowd. Like, that place was packed, but they were wrestling for one person, and that dude was yeah. it the entire time. And I end up watching him more than I do the match sometimes, probably because I've seen the match so many times. But I always love that moment where that dude just loses his absolute shit, because that's the type of fan that I'm after. That's the type of reaction I want to garner, you know, on regardless of the 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 stage. I want to give somebody that moment where they just look around, and goes, "Holy shit! Did you see that? That was the coolest thing I've ever seen." And it's not because he did it; it's just because of the fact of like the the build up to that one point. You know, he and he will remember it for forever. Like, of course, I always know who won, but I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't. And that match was awesome. That match was great. And I did have the the opportunity to tell Sheldon Benjamin that to his face. And he looked at me like, you like you really love that match. I'm like, homie, that was the match that made me want to become a professional wrestler.
1: I mean, I agree. I mean, it was – I remember my moment on that match too. Like like I said, I'm showing my age as well, I'll say. <laughs> so um, that match, the moment that it happened, just that whole front row right there by the ring, I just saw yeah. them pop up. I fell out of my seat, and I screamed, like, I, out the top of my lungs – And my mom asked me what just happened i go watch
2: watch
1: Watch. i was like this was awesome like
2: this is like i go back i go back and watch every once in a while man and it was was like these little nuances in that match of just like how sheldon proved that like while Shawn michaels a better sports entertainer sheldon been the legitimate wrestler and there were so many times you just counter him just look at him just kind of go and I'm just like, oh, this is going to get good. And then the minute he shows off, man, he just gets his head blown off his neck. And I'm just like, oh my God, that was so cool. And then JR and the King put it over huge, man. It's such an
0: yeah.
2: awesome layered thing, man. I, I I might watch that after I get on the phone with you guys. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was I think one that, of my favorite spots. I think awesome. that one move has been around, has showcased for Monday Night Raw for years. Yeah. I don't know if they showed up for the Raw 30. Mike S'mores. was it the Hulk Hogan fan that pointed. Yes, yeah. yes <laughs>
2: yeah. I remember the yellow Hulkamani shirt. And he had a red bandana, and when he connected, that dude just went like this. <laughs> and yeah. It was. So- he actually pointed too. I
1: remember yeah. that. He, he pointed. He's, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, you're done." <laughs> oh, no,
2: because he was front row center, man, the he best row. Out. Uh,
0: so speaking of Sheldon Benjamin, uh. What's your favorite Shelton Benjamin match? Well, besides the Shawn Michaels one, which one, what's your favorite um, Shelton Benjamin
2: match? Shawn Michaels, oh, I have a few. Um, Shelton Benjamin, Triple H, was really good. good. It, it was proven that he can hang on that level. Yo, man, anything with him, the World's Greatest Tag Team, man, sign me up, man. Sign, sign me the fuck up, man, really. You give me World's Greatest Tag Team in their prime against FTR, homie, yeah. take my money. Take all of my yeah. money. Please. And just keep doing it. Just I'll tell you when to stop. Just just keep doing it. Like that, to me, that's my little, in the back of my head, like if I had ultimate booking power and money was no object and I get anybody from any point in time, that's what I want. I want that right there.
1: I mean, I'd have to agree with you. And then some of the spots Shelton did in the Money in the Bank matches were probably some of the climbing the ladder, doing the flip to the outside, you know, jumping on the ladder, trying to climb. Some of his spots in those matches were just unbelievable
2: um he's a video game character he he, like he's he's to me he's the first video game character and and then only to follow by like rob van Dam and ricochet but other than that like he's a video game he's a video game character
1: so uh current wrestlers now um i'm gonna say you're you're big dude o'shea i've seen some of your highlights man you you big dude you beat up some people um which which big guy wrestler today would you like to go just monster to monster in a match with
2: uh most recently uh, apparently dr Wagner's son just debuted in japan i want that dude so bad oh, yeah. um <laughs> um the funny thing is man i i got I have a list of guys um and then i got to realize who i've already wrestled and and all that good stuff man um here's here's a name that no one's that uh that i'll kind of throw out there ron bash jr he'd be he's fun He'd be he'd be a lot of fun. Um, you give me um, you give me Juicy for two. Um, you give me Jacob for two. That'd be great. Um, I'd love to get in the ring with Hammerstone. I'd love to get in the ring with him so much. That'd be just oh, just a treat. Um, man, I could be here all day. <laughs> I could be here all day with this man. Um, in a in a in a world far far away, I would love to be in Japan with with uh, Jeff Cobb. Like that, I think uh, I get to show a few, a few, uh, so show some chops that I never, I never really get to show off that much. Uh, but there, I feel like I can, I can do it.
1: I would love to see that match because I've seen Jeff Cobb live when you wrestled with AAW, and I'm just yep. like, this guy's a beast. I, this guy's awesome.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him, and even though you know his name's problematic right now, uh, but I saw a match live because i was on the show with him uh jeff cobb and michael elgin and i was just like oh dear lord i want all of this <laughs> and i thought i thought it was
0: great uh, i want to read this one comment uh mike's morse any dream matches you'd want but can never happen i guess meaning uh I guess guys i was past or
2: uh oh man butch reed uh stan hansen um Ron Simmons, <laughs> hell, I'll, I'll wrestle Ron right now. Uh, <laughs> um, I would love be, I would love to wrestle Vader. I'd love to wrestle Vader, and <laughs> just because his his Summer interest will always be great, man, I would really love to
0: wrestle. Some. What about uh, Yokozuna?
2: Yeah, I once again, man. Once you're over two fifty, bring him on. Let's go. You're over two fifty let's go let's wrestle
1: did you have another question Connor you want me to go or
0: <laughs> oh you can go uh, oh well, okay like that was actually my question I was gonna ask but someone asked it so oh uh, yeah well, uh,
1: <laughs> well the, the the viewers have their questions ready so um yeah so uh, an, another question that I mean right now you're kind of just where you're at right now. Um is there a dream place? Uh I, I know all these people are saying this I've reached the big times when I've reached this company or this promotion. Do you do you see yourself there or you just go day by day and just like, look, I just like doing my professional wrestling, whatever. A little bit of
2: both. Because once again, man, it's some of that stuff's so outside my control. You know, I can't really do anything about it. I came up here to wrestle Ring of Honor. Hands down. If I get, hey man, you could be in one place and you're here forever. Ring of Honor, please, that's where I want to be. Um, I've talked a lot of shit to get on Ring of Honor, and I got and I came through with it. And I'm not done. Um, there's so much more that I want to show. There's so much more I want to do. There's so many more stories I want to tell. And I believe that Ring of Honor, I can do it there. It's it's never an issue of money with me. Don't get me wrong, money's nice, but it's not the end all be all. You know, I'm wrestling because I'm having fun, and I'm wrestling because I'm. Pretty good at it. And so the minute I stop having fun, the minute I'm not that good at it anymore, like I'm going to go home. But until then, I want to be on the biggest stage that I can, you know, get on. And right now, for me, the one stage I want to be on is Ring
0: of Honor. Uh, yeah. So uh, there goes again. Uh, I'm not going to show the comment, but it's my next question uh, Where's your favorite city to wrestle in? Uh, Nashville, hands down. Nashville,
2: <laughs> Nashville awesome. Um, Nashville, ran Southern Underground Pro out there, Basement East. That's my that's my home away from home. I love that place. Um, I was dubbed the uh, adopted son of Nashville, and I was told like, hey, if it's like we were so sad that you got to leave, but if for whatever reason like you know Maryland doesn't work out, dude, come move. To, they're like, come to Nashville. And I was like, yo, man, I'm ready for it. Um, I was there in the last year from my from my wife's birthday. Um, but no, man, Nashville's great. Nashville's a wrestling town, threw through and um, through. I just wish they had more of it. Man, that place rocks, man. Nashville's so cool.
1: No, I totally agree. Uh, believe it or not, I used to live in Tennessee for four years. So nice. I lived in Clarksville, which is about 45 minutes west of Nashville. But yep. uh, I, I went to an AE, AEW show. That's how I met Connor here, was an AEW okay. show in Nashville. Nice. Um, so. Um so I'm glad that you mentioned Nashville as one of your favorite wrestling cities cuz honestly I yeah, agree man. I feel like it should be bigger a bigger wrestling city than it, than it is. Um yeah. as far as very yes. Uh as and speaking of history, um I, this is just a fun question for me and I might start asking more wrestlers to come on here. Uh what is your favorite designed wrestling belt of all time? <sighs>
2: Okay, so it's a two-way tie between Big Gold, Goldie, and then the previous IWGP World Heavyweight Title. I don't know why, but I love that thing. Oh, it's gorgeous to me. Um, It's between those two. Like, give me one of those two. I'm super happy.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, have you ever wrestled uh, like like internationally?
2: Yeah, I, I was in I was in Canada in August for 3D Pro up in Winnipeg. That's as far as Canada I've ever been. I've been to Toronto, but I was pretty much far that. And then I got the opportunity to go to uh, Germany with Jaden and a handful of others for WXW. Uh, we did a uh, offshoot show with them during the World Tag League. Man, uh, brother, I can't wait to go back to Germany. You get me? Oh my god, that was a time and a half in the short time that I was there, man. It just I felt. Welcomed, I felt accepted, like nothing but love from so many different people coming from so many different places just because they all love wrestling. Like that's the type of place where if I'm not like at home in bed with my wife, like I am super happy, you know, because I get to be around the things I want. If I can't be around the person I want to be around with, put me around the things I want to do, I'm super happy.
1: And then and then that includes New Japan pro wrestling would be a great option for you as well.
2: And listen, I'm not... Ne- you stamp my passport. Just stamp my passport. I'll go wherever you
1: want <laughs> Um now going back to your, your your youth, what out of all the sports you did, what, what was your favorite sport to do? Football. Football yeah. was
2: great. Football as much as it was a team sport, man, each position was his own battle, you know, and you sometimes you just had to win enough battles to ultimately win the war, you know. Um, because like I said, man, I come from a team. Everything I do has always been a part of a team. So like we in the trenches, you know, I always trust the guy next to me to do his job because I knew he was trusting me to do my job um wrestling was fun um uh, but that's like I said it's one on one man and that's that's a whole different monster man but football, man, there was nothing like imposing your will like a group of people imposing their will on another group of people and they can't stop you. <laughs> uh
0: well, here's one of our uh other AZ uh. We're always on member. Uh he'll be on later, but uh who is your pick to win the Super Bowl?
2: Uh honestly, man, I'm a Ravens fan and my team was already knocked out, so I really didn't give <laughs> two crap. Um, I wanted both teams to have a good time. No, I wanted a real good game. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I was like, please dear God, don't let Philly win because I will never hear the end of it if Philly wins. Um, it was a good game, man. It was close. It was close. Um, I hate the fact that it ended the way it did, but at the same time, like I said, I tell people, hey man, you want that ref to call the game from whistle to whistle. Um he held, he got flagged. It's not the ref's fault. Like he's to sit there and say, Oh, it was a poorly ref game. I'm like, yeah, that's an excuse, man. That that's an excuse. Like you they call the game. Just it happened um with Cincinnati Kansas City. Guy hit hit Mahomes out of bounds and they called it. He's like, Oh, you can't call that. Yes, you can. He he screwed up. You felt <laughs> the flag. That's if that's the way the game is, that's the way the game ends. It's not his fault. He just called the foul. Um, but no, it was a good game. I I, I just want it close. I'm more of a college football guy. Um, go dogs. But um big Georgia Bulldogs, man. So two in a row, baby. Let's go. Um, this Is how it feels? Like dynasty, is how it feels. It's awesome. Um, but like I just I love like good close football game. I'm all in.
1: I'm glad you're a Georgia fan, not a Bama fan. Thank God. (laughs) Uh, I I can't speak much. I'm a Notre Dame fan. We're struggling. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, Being in in professional wrestling, as we are, we're talking with sports. It's the fans. Um, What what is the best fan story you've had from someone – of yours at a show or someone interacting with you at a show what's the band best fan interactions you've had
2: somebody gave me um custom art they painted a picture for me and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world I'm like what is this it's like oh man we I drew yeah I painted you and it, it was huge Like I had it framed it somewhere else in the house but I thought it was so cool man uh, the fact that somebody would take their time out of their day and use their, 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 their God given talent to do something like that for me. And like, I didn't even ask for it, but it was, it was one of, I'm so happy I drove. Cause man, if I flew, I don't know how I was going to get this thing home, <laughs> but um, but no, it, it was cool, man. Stuff like that, man. I'm believe it or not, man, I'm real low key, like off the camera, off social media. I'm real low key, man. Cause that's where I like to be, you know, I'm, I'm private when I, i you know, I'm public when I have to, but if I can stay private, I'm just going to you know be, be a private individual you know but the fact that like people would do stuff like that man it it takes me out of it and i get like real humble and i, I get real i get real bashful like why would you do this for me like what, what is this it's my own nonsense i'm trying to work through um but for but for what it is man like yeah when people actually make stuff and like say, hey man this is for you like I like to this day i still get like yo that is so cool because i couldn't have done that
1: <laughs> And it's probably more meaningful because you said you grew up as as an art Like, you like drawing.
2: Yeah. So it meant more. Right. So, like, from artist to artist, like, it means so much. You know, I'm like, wow, you, you know, I'm doing my form of art and I, for you. And you took your time out and you made your own art for me. It's like just a little trade. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool, man. Thank you. Like, I keep, I keep a lot of that stuff, like, real close. I don't really show that stuff off just because, like, that's for me. You know, this, that's, that's, this is mine. This is, I have a memory for this and I'm never going to like, you know, um like I'm never going to like share that. That's like, that's for me. Like even in the room I'm in now, this is my wrestling room. I have like posters of flyers that I was on that people got for me. Say, like, Hey man, I got you this flyer. And I frame them. And I, you know, I get people to sign them, all that stuff, man. To me, that's my picture. You know, a lot of people say, Hey, get the picture for me. I'm like, you get the, get the poster, get the flyer. That's what. <laughs>
0: So my next question is uh where did you train at to become a wrestler and uh how was your training process in wrestling?
2: Sure. Um I first started in uh Kennesaw, Georgia, um with Johnny Swinger. Like, he was my first uh first coach. Um it was it wasn't where anything we where had to pay like an a amount of money. It was literally just a drop in, hey man, I'll teach you the absolute basics, let you have some fun and then you know, just go whatever. So I'm like, oh cool, man, why not? I've always said I could I would love to try this, so let's go for it. Um apparently I had an act for it. Like, how about that? <laughs> um, you know, my because of football, because of wrestling, because of track and everything else, like I have great body control. I know where my feet are at all times, I know exactly where my body is at all times. You know, I can move myself, however. Um, you know, did a few shows. Oh God, thank thankfully that tape does not exist because those were. Rough. Um boy. But um eventually I got linked up with some students from the Robert Gibson school out in Douglasville. And then I um started going over there with Swinger's Blessing. He even told me he goes, No, go over there. Like you need to go over there because he's gonna teach you so much more than I know. Like he's for he even said he's forgotten more than I'll ever know. You know, so go over there. And man, that was that was a time, man. Only only way I can remotely like describe it is like two days in college you know like when you got there there was no time for the bullshit. there was no time for the you know the the games and time for the grab ass like no nah, man you got in here you changed you stretched and let's get to work and that's and that's why i just loved it man that's where i just put my head down and just grind and grind and grind and try to find out like who i am as a as a wrestler and it was once again man those are times i'll never I'll never forget
1: yeah no uh, I, and we always love hearing how everybody got their start and where they went and got trained at um, now uh, we got we got something coming along I, I know we don't mostly we're here we talk about aW ring of Honor new Japan we we don't talk a lot about you know WWE much but i want to get your take on uh it's a two part question um you said you grew up watching the first raw i mean that's what i got into wrestling was yeah. raw and everything like that um with wrestlemania coming up this year pretty pretty soon it's a few months away what was your favorite wrestling match uh from wrestlemania and what would be a dream match for wrestlemania if you could if you could make one
2: okay um ooh
0: that's a good that- question
2: it's between Stone Cold and Rock in Houston and Hogan Rock in, was it Seattle? Yeah, it's Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's Seattle. I, yeah, Seattle. Um, if I had to choose between those two for uh, the sake of the story, man, Rock and Stone Cold couldn't be beat. Man, the fact that that wasn't the main event. I'm I, well, sorry, it wasn't the main event. I was just like, you, buddy, how are you guys going to beat this? But, like, as a fan, though, man, Rock and Hogan, how they just stood there for two minutes and did nothing, and the place was like threatening to collapse. Come on. And as I watch it, I'm like, these guys didn't do anything. These guys, anything. <laughs> yeah, thing, <laughs> this place was ready to riot. And I was yeah. in, for, I'm in for it, I'm in for that type of stuff, man. Um, but if I could book, <sighs> oh, that's fun, man. <laughs> If I could book, okay. If I could book it, um, I would want Triple Threat uh, with the World Title. Um, give me Roman. Uh, give me uh, Give me the Rock, and give me Eddie Guerrero. Oh yeah, yeah. and I would have Eddie over. I, I put Eddie over. Eddie would be the guy, yeah. And the story is just him just trying to. He he always he never beats Roman. He always just he just finds a way he sneaks out of it always. Like even the way he wins, it's it's dubious. But he's still over. The fans don't give a shit, and Roman's pissed because he didn't get beat. And that's the and that's the story until he until we finally pay it off. But yeah, that that would be my mania. That'd be my mania at night two, like. Main event. I, actually, no. I keep mainly one night, and that'll be it. that would be my main event, right? There, yeah. I think
1: I, I think I teared up when Eddie Guerrero won the world title in 0-4 and No oh. Way Out. I, I, I was like, uh, he finally won a world title.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, so. was, it was absolutely, absolutely great, man. Even the even the the cup of coffee he was in for Ring of Honor was still great, man. People knew <laughs> what they had. People knew what they had when they had it, man, and and it showed. It, it really is like those matches are just absolute wonders to watch.
0: So I want to read this next question. Uh, Ethan, uh, what was the most unusual match you've been in?
2: Unusual and unusable works both. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) I think he meant
1: unusual, like the most unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not so much
2: unusual, but how it started was unusual. I was doing this show in Georgia, (laughs) and we're doing a triple threat. Um, And he gets these two kids. I don't even know who they are. But um, I knew something should have been wrong when everybody made a big deal that I was there. And then at the time, I don't think I'm a big deal. So sometimes I'm like, oh, O'Shea's here. So what? Whatever. (laughs) Who cares? Whatever. Um, So we're putting together this triple threat. And uh, one the guy was supposed to go over keeps leaving. Like, hey, Uh man, we're trying to talk. Uh, He would come back and he would leave. He would come back and he would leave. Um, Then (laughs) apparently his girlfriend or his wife shows up with a baby just throws the baby at him and then she leaves so oh, now, like to talk this thing out and this lady and with a baby in his arms and then he kept leaving coming back with the baby leaving I'm like yo what is this dude doing <laughs> yeah. me and this other guy we pretty much got we kind of know what's going on but we're like hey man look let's just do what we gotta do we'll call the rest of them and get out there sure no big deal so we get out there, and um, the, the the other guy goes out first. No big deal. Apparently, I'm coming out last for some strange reason. Well, the guy who kept coming and leaving, he's out second, and he's his baby in his arms. And I'm looking around <laughs> like, so yeah. anybody gonna get this baby? <laughs> anybody gonna get this baby? So the, like, the first guy goes out. Music hits, whatever. And I'm like, homie, we gonna do with this baby? And this guy and shit me. God's music hits. And he walks out with the baby in his arms, with the oh, old wow. face. Come on, let's go! And I'm sitting here like just dumbstruck. Like he just walk out there with a the baby. <laughs> like we're going like we're not gonna stop him. He gives the baby off to his girlfriend. Whatever. I come out. We do the match. This dude forgets half of it, and now he's just shooting. Like oh no no no, um. I quickly was like, yo, man, roll this kid like super kick me, roll this kid up. Let's get the hell out of here. Um yeah. backstage, like, yo, what in the what the hell is this? Everybody's like, Best match ever. And I'm like, yo, get me out of here. Yo, get me out of here. The fact that my man showed up with a baby right now, and that he doesn't even know what the finish is. When he is the finish, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I I never work for that place ever again. That place- <laughs> Three more. Thank God for that. If there wasn't any tape of it, burn it. All <laughs> oh, no one, no one can, no one, no one, can, no one can see that. that's gone awful. Ba- baby was gonna super kick someone in that match. <laughs> I would, at that rate, it wouldn't have hmm. been the strangest thing that happened.
1: <laughs> the baby might have gotten more over than anybody else in the match.
2: <laughs> I would have put him over. <laughs> I <laughs> But I got paid though, so i was i whatever paid, yeah, yeah. hey, so I didn't care.
1: And you had a story to take with you. Yeah, oh man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Uh I wanna throw this out there. One of the I I wasn't there to see, it, but it's I have an old VHS tip. It was a World Rumble. Well, like not the, the World Rumble, but indie show. They had a World Rumble in the Ocean. Like they had the ring in the ocean and wrestlers would go by in like uh like boats, to the ring, and they come back one by one, then you're eliminated if you get thrown into the water.
2: (laughs) Yo, man. (laughs) Yo, Duck 2, toss me over, dude. Let's just get get over here. Let's get out of here, man. Nah, that's that's brand new. The engineering alone to keep a ring afloat. Yeah, all right, you got it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean a little bit of history. I, I'm pretty sure they did that back in like the old days with bare knuckle boxing. Some States wouldn't allow it. It was again, it was illegal. So if law. you had open water, if you had open water, you can do it on a boat in the water. Cause there's no law there.
2: Hey man, <laughs> it's, it's a wild, wild west out here, dude. <laughs> uh, well,
0: ten a you minutes away from dynamite, uh, but uh, i put in the link description. um OSG Edwards is pro wrestling tees. to make sure to go support uh, his pro wrestling tees. I put the link in the, in the description below. Uh,
2: it should be it should be WhatAManeuver. Uh, whatamaneuver.net. dot um, net. That's where all the all the good stuff is um and some of the stuff that like i don't even keep on the table anymore from uh i i like my immersive tell, tell a story too so a lot of times you'll see where i started and then where i'm coming to and where i'm going with it and it, it's a fun time and people having a good time in collecting shirts like oh man i remember when this shirt first came out and look at it now so yeah it's what just search oshay edwards all my all my stuff comes up
0: i'll definitely change that uh because i found one Pro on that that then one shirt was on there
2: yeah but yeah, nah, <laughs> what a maneuver.net where all the good stuff is.
0: <laughs> well, I'll definitely uh take that out and put that in, but definitely go check that out. Um, uh, uh, like everyone watching, uh, it was great to have you on, O'Shea, uh, chatting about wrestling history and everything about wrestling, really. Uh, thanks, man. but uh, yeah, we look forward to having you on sometime in the future. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a real thanks to uh, have you on.
2: Dude, dude, thanks, man. It's an absolute honor. Like I said, man, I don't think I'm a big deal, dude. So when people are like, Hey, won't you do my podcast? I'm like, For real? Me? Pfft, okay, here we go.
1: <laughs> and uh O'Shea, where where can people if you got social media like where can people follow you?
2: Yeah, man. Um the big two are gonna be uh Twitter, uh Big Bat Kaiju, all one word, and then on Instagram, it's uh Big Back Kaiju period after each word. I'm also on on not uh TikTok, yeah. Boy, uh, same thing big back kaiju, period, of every word. Uh, just post silly, dumb stuff over there, gym stuff, you know, sometimes wrestling stuff. TikTok doesn't like wrestling too much, but I don't care. I'm gonna do it anyway because it's for me more than anybody else.
1: I noticed that that TikTok doesn't have a lot of wrestling, and I'm always looking, I'm like, pro wrestling stuff, pro wrestling, nothing, yeah, nothing.
2: Pro wrestling t- hashtag crossing TikTok or wrestling yeah. TikTok. And then now, so I'm getting like amateur wrestling, which I'm not mad at, but I'm just like, oh, okay, this isn't my audience, but I mean, I'm here now, so let's let's see what happens.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, again, thanks for coming on. Uh, we look forward yes, to doing this you. in the future. Sometime. Of
2: course, I appreciate you, boys. Man, you guys have a good one. Um, I'm gonna go be a husband and a dad. So, <laughs> y'all have yeah. a good one, man. Thanks. I appreciate it.
0: All right, let's see thank you. you.